This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. Hello everyone, uh, welcome to this Bulls and Bears, uh, Bulls, Bears and Whiskey session brought to you by uh, the HISA team. Um, there's been a lot of discussion uh, going um, about uh, Bitcoin um, th- because of the trend that BTC has taken over the past few weeks. There's also been uh, a lot of activity as well on the crypto space, a lot of um, concerns that investors in the crypto space have been having mostly regarding the security uh, of the crypto um, assets. I know that has been a major concern and everybody's definitely wondering um, what direction that is um, taking. And that's why we decided that um, we have this talk just to know um, from from um, investors who've invested in the crypto market space and also uh, guys who've invested heavily um, into the crypto um, the, the cryptocurrency uh, community, guys who understand uh, the blockchain um, network and how the systems work so that they can be able to just come in and explain to us uh, and also from a local concept uh, context um, how is it possible for investors to invest uh, in, in the cryptocurrency space. Uh, welcome, uh, my name is Felix Ocheng and I'll be your host for today. Uh, joining me probably at first one to let Chris introduce himself. Uh, Chris is a community manager at uh, crypto.com. Um, Chris, you can unmute and just uh, give a brief introduction. Hi, everyone. Thank you for having me. My name is Chris. This is the first time uh, here. I just saw the link on uh, Kenyan Wall Street, which I follow a lot. So I decided to join. So thank you for having me. My 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 day job is community manager at crypto.com. So, yeah, if you have any questions related to that, I would be happy to answer. And, um, yeah, I've been in the crypto space for a while now, since 2017. So I've seen quite a bit. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Uh, and then the next in line, we have, um, uh, I'd, I'd let Chuck introduce himself. Chuck, I know you've been with us for quite some time. Uh, you don't introduce yourself? Yeah. Hi, Felix. Hi, everyone. Uh, my name is Chuck. As you can see, I am mostly a, a listener, but I'll try to contribute as much uh, from my knowledge and maybe ask a lot of questions uh, where we don't understand. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks. Um, and then I'll also let uh, Libra Group uh, introduce uh, himself uh, as we proceed. All right, I'm seeing he's just dropped out. Um, Anthony, Anthony Wanzohi, you don't to say what to do as we begin. All right, okay. Maybe maybe we'll just uh, we'll just probably pick it up and just start from what's really been happening, and then maybe as we proceed, also Captich, uh, uh, who's um, a crypto analyst as well and is always here with us every Wednesday. Uh, will join in. I'm seeing he's yet to join. So once he joins in, uh, from there we can be able to definitely just pick up um, and also just proceed on a few things happening um, here and there uh, on the on the crypto market space. So what's, what's really moved um, markets over the past few weeks has been 
uh, the decline for crypto, where crypto traded as low as um, 20,000 um, USD uh, in terms of um, price activity. Uh, though within the same time frame that's over the past um the past of the past 24 hours we've seen crypto gain as well um hitting a, a high uh, of about 34000 uh, dollars uh, that's about 3. Point, I think currently trading at about 3.6 million Kenya shillings uh, for the local market so there's been a little bit of whipsaw um here and then i know one of the main things that guys are usually concerned about when it gets to uh, investing in markets in 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 various assets it's always about the volatility the main reason why you'd find that someone is not comfortable probably investing in in land uh, is because they think that um the price might be able to fluctuate over time um that's just an example not really why people don't want to invest in land at the same time people would tell you i don't like investing in shares because of the volatility i don't like investing in the crypto market um space because of um, x and y and I know that's been a major concern. Um, there are a lot of news that have also come in as well because we've seen um, other global players, uh, companies like uh, um, MicroStrategy, uh, buying into into Bitcoin, uh, and that this has greatly reduced their average. And I know um, they now have been they're now holding Bitcoin at an average of fairly about twenty six thousand dollars. So that means even if Bitcoin would trade at the current price levels um, of about $34,000 um, per Bitcoin. They would still be slightly in the money. Uh, maybe my concern would be just how long. Uh, and I'll just start with Chris. Uh, probably just let me know what 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 are the trends for investors um, in the cryptocurrency space? Is it only Bitcoin or guys are investing in, in other assets as well? And probably if you want to just mention what are the assets are these that investors are probably looking into? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, Felix. Uh, and um, uh, I, I wouldn't uh, say that I'm an expert in terms of everything crypto. I'm also trying to learn as much as I can. But uh, as from a personal perspective, from what I've seen, the trends towards um, uh, this this bull run uh, since 2017, which was the the last time we had the all-time high for Bitcoin. I think this time, we, from what I'm seeing, is that more people are interested in more than Bitcoin, and uh, people are getting more 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 and more into altcoins. From talking to my friends and um, even local communities, there's this perception that the Bitcoin is already too expensive, so. If you can get another cheaper option, you buy in this 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 is a bigger opportunity. That could be true or not, but that's that's what people are thinking. And um, we've seen also, like for example, Elon Musk when he started tweeting about Dogecoin. So a lot of people came in um, with, with the with the concept that okay, so it's not only Bitcoin. People can can buy any any type of these altcoins. The problem is that uh, there is not so much background research to know if if they are viable. Uh, but they, because of the wave of people mentioning other alternative cryptocurrencies apart from Bitcoin, is driving more and more people to try and get into altcoins. And also the DeFi, DeFi landscape, people trying to stake uh, crypto, other, other, other cryptocurrencies, mainly driven by Ethereum, 
and uh, Solana. I've, I've seen a lot of interest in in staking and uh, options and, and cheaper coins. So I think from my from my own perspective, that could be one of the major reasons trying to capture the wave instead of taking Bitcoin, which people perceive to be expensive. So people are trying to experiment with others, not coins. All right. Um, very interesting, Chuck. And thanks a lot for mentioning that it's not only Bitcoin that guys are really looking into. Uh, you, you've talked about um, altcoins that guys are looking into. Would you would you just want to probably give guys a brief of what um, altcoins are? And and also maybe if you if you won't mind, just give guys like tell guys um, if somebody wanted to in, invest in in an altcoin, what would be the procedure? How would somebody really um, get into that space? Okay. Um... The the major you have asked the major the major altcoins. Okay, first of all, I think altcoins is um, a short form for alternative cryptocurrencies. Bitcoin being the main and the oldest. So since Ethereum was introduced in twenty fifteen, I think it gave option for people to build on top of Ethereum. Like anybody can be able to launch their own cryptocurrencies. If they have the technical know-how and the problem they are saying they are solving, so that that now gave a lot of uh, options for people to not only invest in Bitcoin but other cryptocurrencies that are trying to solve some sort of a problem around the blockchain space. So, and uh, after 2017, after the the bull run of 2017, and everything now was like down. Since then, the, the 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 market has been building. Uh, the altcoins that were launched since Ethereum came came around, starting to build teams around them. They started to polish up on the ideas. And the last one or two years, you have seen a lot of them now come to market and they are attracting investors. So that has led to a wave of more people being interested in in in, in buying them. The major the major the major leeway or entry into altcoins is mainly through through Bitcoin mostly. If you're able to buy a Bitcoin in in any of the local exchanges we have, like I don't know, Paxful, Binance, Crypto.com, if you're able to buy a Bitcoin, then you can easily swap to any of these major altcoins. If not, you can buy a stablecoin like USDT. Or USDC, and then swap, swapping, which is like exchanging or buying or selling uh, the 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 Bitcoin or stablecoin you have, and then buying the altcoin. So it's not a must you buy it directly, but you can swap mainly with Bitcoin and um, stablecoins. Stablecoins, which are they are they are they are mainly used to to avoid volatility because cryptocurrencies are very volatile. So any person who's getting started mostly can buy any stablecoin and then exchange to an altcoin of their choice. Now, in, in major, in major, most of these major um, exchanges, it's easily it's easy to swap because there are many of them are listed. Yeah. 
interesting and i'm just seeing that um safe moon has actually gone to to zero zero flat uh early to today to trading at about 000003 i'm seeing now it's at uh, at 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 flat so that means if if somebody cuz also the supply was the supply limit was quite huge um looks like this would be the end um chuck uh, probably just to bring you into the discussion um i know i know i know you follow crypto um but i know probably you really followed into stake moon but do you think this is the end for 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 the um, uh, i don't know if i would call it an altcoin really because it was trading at um at 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 0.0003 um now it's at 0.00 all the way flat so looks like safe moon is not going to the moon at all <laughs> yeah actually <laughs> and to use a word you you taught me it last week but one it's uh is it is that kilimanjaro or longonot anyway uh, <laughs> it's it's interesting i think i'd compare it to what uh, somebody said in the group that uh, it's 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 almost similar to uchumi um at this point i don't think there's um, um my two cents shows me that this could be the end of safe moon uh, i have no I, i don't see any hope of, re- of recovery from it so anyway yeah that <laughs> yeah, that's I, I don't think it's going anywhere really uh felix hello yeah uh felix hello yeah uh, i think i think oh. i think that's that, that that's very interesting and <laughs> thanks a lot for sharing um weirdly enough as it hit zero somebody picked up almost uh picked up quite uh, a chunk and Uh, I'm seeing within the past few minutes it's just up about 13%. Um so it's back again to uh to the micro zeros having the five zeros and uh and 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 uh and and, and now it's trading at 34 34.37. So I don't know. Uh, looks like the limit uh, slight high, uh, slightly high. The amount in circulation um is also quite huge um to some extent. and i'm seeing a few guys bringing into the market i'm seeing uh, uh simrooks uh, i don't know if it's simrook simrook saying uh, uh safe moon has always been in the micro zeros but i'm also seeing carlos uh he's saying that safe moon will be huge uh, in the next few years uh, something that i know is interesting as well just to see you know the challenge with most of our cryptos uh, is that most people always think and most of us usually have a lot of hopes uh in the future what's likely to happen within the next few years uh, probably that's why somebody might want to buy uh, a stock uh, pro- sorry um a coin at a certain level you know the guys who bought bitcoin for as low as a dollar and right now it's trading at um at at $30,000 you see so guys are, are very hopeful um, i've just let carlos in i've just allowed him to speak Carlos you've mentioned that um Stephen is likely to uh, to be huge in a few years you don't to comment on to that uh, probably your thoughts on to that Yeah so mine is basically short um 
from what I've been saying around Safemoon itself, um, it has been on the micros, uh, but with the stories around it, basically, I can see it basically growing in the next two years, three years. So the same situation as whatever happened to the normal coins that you already know. Um, Safemoon has a lot of um, views around sustainability and everything. So it's something that we can see that can be taken up in the near future. So it will grow. Yeah. All right. Uh, thanks. Thanks a lot for sharing that. I I think it's always interesting just whenever we find um, guys who have divergent opinions, mostly regarding uh, various stock, uh, various, not only stocks, various investment opportunities out here. We have guys who are always open to just giving guys in, uh, interesting views about um, various coins, um, various securities that's even in shares, and even in the fixed income space. So it's one way or another pretty interesting as well. And I'm really hoping that guys who invested in SafeMoon because um, it's it's weird, but uh, looking at it um, over the past few years, you know, SafeMoon was at um, at the same levels where it, it's at uh, uh, earlier this year. That was around, around March March 12. I'm seeing it was at zero flat, like no value at all. Um, and then it went all the way up to mid-April, about April 20. That was a month later. Um, it was way up and was at about still the micro zeros as well, but at 95, 98. So right now it started up trading as well, back to the micro zeros at 34, 22. So really... Uh, I think it's always interesting just to see whenever there's a new product. But also one thing that I know guys might want to really pick into is to just look onto um, securities before you can be able to just sort of invest in it. You know, you're seeing one of the concerns that I know a lot of people really have about crypto and and, and maybe I'll just bring Chris back in is um, probably Chris, you now as a community manager, a lot of people have the concern of really just understanding the the entire tech space. Um, what people are saying is 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 um is currently on everybody trying to really democratize finance. That's what everybody's saying. We want to liberalize finance, but at the same time, you see, with all coins coming in one way or another, uh, maybe what what would be your thought? And I'd also let Chuck um, come in, probably so Carlos, if you're still within, you can also um, jump in and just share your thoughts. With all these currencies coming in, don't you think that if we wanted to liberalize um, finance um, by snatching the power away from central bankers, don't you think it would be way, way more easier to have one coin rather than have uh, probably a million coins because right now you're seeing there are a lot of other altcoins coming in every day. We have um, scam coin, which somebody said he just uh, it's called simple cool uh, automated money. So he he just set it up. He didn't actually know it would create value, but we saw guys take it up going up by about seventy billion in market capitalization, and that's seventy billion USD. So I'm just concerned, and I know this is one thing that somebody had asked me earlier on. If you can share your thoughts, what do you think is the the best way that guys can be able to control this space? Because the main reason why central bankers are skeptical about crypto 
it's not only because it will liberalize finance uh, which is the goal but also the challenge would really be on getting a control of a certain level if you allow everybody to issue a coin you know you never really know the value that guys are having so that that concern you know that's what people have um and also finally uh, no or maybe let's just start on with the first one uh just your thoughts on that uh, i don't know who wants to go first chris you don't want to go first since i know you you have a lot of experience in that space where guys are looking on to um the liberalization and also just getting into um one single opinion onto that bit uh perhaps uh, maybe before you. sorry sorry yes, chris uh i just wanted to also add a question uh i'm mostly i know i'm a, an advocate for those people who for those of us who don't really understand a lot i see a lot of discussions uh, maybe before i don't know if i'm jumping the gun here maybe before we skip into that i uh, always wondered what's the difference between uh is there or is there a difference between a cryptocurrency and uh, a crypto asset what do we call it uh, i mean like how do you differentiate between a crypto asset and a crypto uh uh was it cri- cryptocurrency uh what is a crypto asset i mean this would be really good fundamentals to help us follow along the conversations as we go because sometimes you we we try to to catch up to a lot of um uh i don't want to call it jargon but insider what so maybe as we go even as chris uh clarifies the question that you just asked maybe if you could just touch a bit into difference between a crypto uh, crypto asset and the and the cryptocurrency and what are the characteristics of a crypto asset and uh what are the uh, how can you distinguish uh, the difference sorry for taking us back i mean but if if that would be considered as as he uh, proceeds with the answer thank you Wow, wow, Chuck. Yeah, that's, 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 okay. I think, uh, as, as you've rightly pointed out, Felix, it's, uh, it's, it's an evolving space and it's very difficult. Even, even me, I wouldn't say I know what, what, what is the, what is exactly how, how the future will unfold or how, or which crypto assets are worth investing and which, Okay, I've used the word which I was supposed to like explain which which cryptocurrencies you are supposed to invest in and which one you are not. It's honestly anybody who tells you like they have an answer to what that is most likely not very genuine because it's uh, everything changes very fast and whatever is happening or whatever is promising like this this year can change in the next few months. So again uh, if if i was to like try and define the crypto asset and cryptocurrency that's also not easy because uh, countries around the world also are trying to to know to find out to regulate them in some in some regions they are called crypto assets in some regions they are they are not they are crypto they are they are i think like if i can remember mm, their cryptocurrencies their crypto assets and it's a whole 
jargon around it. So it depends on how the jurisdiction wants to regulate it. Because most most people are, uh, they are referred to as cryptocurrencies, but if, if you try to analyze what makes up a currency, some they don't meet the full definition of a currency, especially because of the volatility and the changes. So I think it depends on how the local regulators see it. But as an investor, as, as a person who's trying to understand it, most of us see that as an asset, like a crypto asset, especially these older cryptocurrencies like Bitcoin, Ethereum. They are, most of us see them, even me, I see most of them as crypto assets because at the deep down, what we are, what we, what we want is we buy low and then we sell. When as more people adopt it, then the network effects detect that the value of the of that coin will go up. So based on that background, most of people are, are getting in as as trying to view them as assets, crypto assets. But then you can also use them as a currency because you can exchange for fiat and such. So it's. It's still an evolving space, and maybe Carlos can also oh, jump in. Yeah. yeah. So, 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 for me, um, per se, I'm not uh, a pro in um, crypto, but I have been um, interested in it for a while. Um, since last year, I've been investing around it. And taking a look, like a good example of now SafeMoon itself, you can see the new coins that are coming in basically trying to tackle the issues that the older coins are basically not able to sustain in market. So you find that um, situation whereby like the safe moon itself, it came in in a space whereby um, the circulation of the coin itself was needed instead of now the token driven kind of buying one stationary or kind of crypto it is sorting out a situation whereby you can buy and sell in an easy way and transact even in a normal um, financial stable way. So when you look at the new um, coins compared to the older ones, the older ones are basically already set up in a system that cannot be changed, but the new ones are coming in to sort out the issues that have been uh, lacking with the old ones. So for me, um, in general, crypto, you just need to understand the different aspect on it. And <laughs> to be honest, you will see the dips coming in every time. Um, you just don't need to be looking at your wallet every time, but um, just need to believe and um, understand the crypto itself first before you do anything. So I don't have, I think you, you have said most of the aspect around knowledge around crypto, but yeah. I think you, in, in general, uh, people say they don't want to invest in something they don't understand, but you need to understand it so that you can invest instead of just saying that you won't invest in it. So yeah, so you need to understand it better in order to, to invest in it. Thanks. And uh, maybe to add what, what Carol, what you said, maybe, yeah, it's true, it's true. You need to like at least understand what, the fundamentals of how it works and felix you asked about like wow someone who's getting started like what, what's the best way and 
which which going to invest in that that's also difficult but i think from my own uh, understanding if, if you understand how what bitcoin is and how what's it's trying to solve i think it's very fundamental to try and understand it as from a digital digital gold perspective and the problem they are trying to solve like bypass central banks when you understand that then i think now you can try and see which which of these other uh, alternative cryptocurrencies are promising now based on that background because i think bitcoin is the foundation if if you fail to understand the foundation that is trying to be laid down with bitcoin or ethereum i think the other crypto assets you'll be investing in will be just try and error because you you barely not understand anything if you can't like try and understand the the groundwork of what what's trying to be solved yeah All right. Uh, very interesting. And thanks a lot, um, gentlemen, for sharing your thoughts uh, regarding that. Now, getting away from um, understanding cryptos and now into what's really been trending on crypto. Uh, first of all, let's start with China. Uh, China has been uh, on the on, on the offensive against um, uh, crypto miners. Um, earlier on, I believe uh, a lot a lot of you had shared concerns about uh china banning um cryptocurrencies and i know there are a lot of other guys who also believe china is probably trying to control that space because they want to launch their own digital coin what's your take and what effect is this having on the crypto uh on the cryptocurrency space and i'm also seeing that there's a lot of activity that's also going on as well um on on the on, on the forum um i'm seeing um simrux has said that um, cryptocurrency I, I believe this is in in reference to what Chuck had asked, cryptocurrency is the general name for all um, assets and coins and tokens largely uh, used interchangeably. However, based on asset definition as what puts money in your pocket, the view is crypto are assets. So that's one way that um, guys can um, look at it from. I believe that's interesting. Uh, so China for the past one month has been on, on a stronger, on a very strong offensive against um crypto investors how long is this likely um to last and also considering that we're seeing and unlike now china we're seeing the positive edge of this happening on one end where we're seeing countries like um el, el salvador actually adopt bitcoin as a legal tender el salvador is, is quite a small nation to really create um a huge impact but you know guys got to start somewhere so one way or another we know that this is something that um is likely to be able to continue just uh, wondering how many countries would be able to adopt this but also at the same time remember that the imf actually said um, world bank said that they're not able to support um, el salvador to implement um, bitcoin as a legal tender in the country for now we are still waiting for about 30 more days um to see uh, now, when when the when the country officially now starts picking up Bitcoin as a legal tender, because this was uh, something that was to be implemented within sixty days from the date of um, of, of signing, when when the law was when the uh, when 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 the bill that was brought into the country's parliament was approved into into law and was signed by the president. So 
just wondering how long um, this would be and probably what country is really going to happen also on the neighboring front we've seen a few countries like tanzania for example say that they would want to join the trend and just see what's happening on the crypto market space so that when something happens or when there are changes within the cryptocurrency space they don't want to be left behind we're also seeing a few um we're also seeing a lot of activity not just a few but a lot of activity in south africa uh, south africa has been um enabling um has has been on the also on the offensive um on the supportive side of just enabling a lot in terms of um activity as well um in the cryptocurrency space but also at the same time we're seeing a new scam um or a new scandal going to pull up in south africa uh this morning uh early today there was a report on bloomberg that um there's actually there's an article that we had shared earlier on that indicated that um the south african brothers who just vanished with about 3.6 billion dollars worth of bitcoin so gentlemen uh once again if you'd share your thoughts on china south africa el salvador uh what direction really because we're seeing two of them uh, being on the positive edge but also at the same time two of them being really risky things for investors chris you don't want to go first oh okay chuck chuck you can proceed no, no, if Chris, if Chris can go, I'd, I'd appreciate that. I was just, <laughs> I was, I was with a kid here, pressed it by accident. All right, I All right. Chris, Chris, you're the, you're the, you're the, <laughs> Sorry for that. I was, I was away for a second there. But um, okay, about mining, mining, mining. I think we are seeing a lot of shift now. Uh, China, China historically has been the 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 bedrock for mining activities because of cheap electricity but it, it looks like uh, either either the government of china if, is fighting it or it's a proxy war it's it's it's, it's unclear it's, it's still not very clear why if, if they are doing it directly they're trying to fight it or maybe it's a it's a front for something else but uh, it's geopolitical and uh, i i think uh, we are also seeing miners in the Western countries, mostly North America, Europe. They are trying to have this narrative of Bitcoin should not be controlled so much in one country. So they are trying to either investors, if, if it's investors, they are trying to see ways they can also get into mining because controlling mining is controlling the whole network. So I think. I think we we might be seeing a lot of shifts and changes in mining. I'm not uh, I'm not very convinced that China is completely banning it. I think it's it's more geopolitical changes and shifts, but it's uh I think the West, especially North America, because we had I think last week there's this company called Bitfunds, which is the first mining company that I think it's it's now public it's listed on nasdaq and i think that's a way of investors who don't want to buy bitcoin to bitcoin directory they can invest in like mining firms and i think it will be a net positive for the industry in the in the long run if, if more more countries participate in it i'm not sure africa will be able to do it because they have not even defined how what crypto or bitcoin is so 
it will be still uh, a battle between China and the West, and controlling the mining will be a powerful statement of trying to gain more leverage over the Bitcoin network. I think the what what you might see maybe in Africa is what is more clear policies on regulation. Even if El Salvador has made Bitcoin legal tender, it would be it would be more impactful. If, if at least more countries try and give clarity on it, but I don't think more, many countries will be bold enough to to go the El Salvador way. Maybe they will try and have some policies that allow companies to to operate, or maybe some regulation around it, but not fully adopt it as a as a legal tender. If if, if the El Salvador experiment works, then. Uh, Many, many, many countries might developing countries might try that 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 route because I was I was listening to the El Salvador is it president or prime minister? I think the rationale for them is not even trying so much about having Bitcoin as a legal tender, but attracting more innovation and talent. So based on how you look at it, if if you if you allow Bitcoin to be traded locally. The national government can also play a part. Maybe they can attract more investors or even find ways of taxing it. So it, it will be a net positive for, for developing countries that try and find a way around it rather than burning it. My, my two cents. Yeah. All right. Uh, very interesting. So with with the mining company, it's more like buying shares for uh, Coinbase, right? So in, instead of you buying the crypto, you invest in the company that is conducting the business. Exactly, yeah. Which I think some investors find it less risky. So, yeah. Well, I think, I, I believe that's a good opportunity because, you know, uh, it's more like um, for guys who'd wanted more safer securities, you know, uh, things like the Bitcoin ETF. Uh, I know we have that, but then also just to look on to uh, the, the general crypto space. If, if guys want to run away from the volatility, then they can always be able to invest um, in these companies that, uh, that are looking on to uh, the mining bit. I think that would be something that would be interesting. Um, I'm seeing that um, Sam, Sam Zera, you wanted to comment on to this? Uh, yeah. Um, okay. Thank you for the opportunity to speak. So I wanted to share a bit on the China issue. And just to remind you how China has generally even treated everything in terms of control. When you first off look at the internet and how it was supposed to be this free um, space for companies and um, businesses to operate in, you kind of um, get to see the, the trend in which China treats some of these things. So for like the internet, they've literally taken control and you can't have services like Play Store and Google and all those services in China. So it's going to be the same trend when it comes to cryptocurrency in that they're going to want to control this. So heading into the future, I think it's still going to be the same situation where um, the rest of the world is using a different system and then China is just on its own using something else. So Sam, maybe, maybe a question. Do you think that uh, the way China is trying to introduce their own 
central bank digital currency is 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 their way of doing what you're saying yeah exactly so when it comes to china first of when you understand how it works it's similarly it's similar to just rolling out the normal currency but now it's in a crypto version in that everyone has an account with the central bank and then the commercial banks are the ones that are custodians of those accounts and in some way um people are still trying to figure out if it's going to work and then they roll out the adoption to the mass to the masses so for china i think it's going to continue having that separate system working for them that's different from the rest of the world and i think that's why they were so fast to adapt it and to ban bitcoin and miners and all that so yeah and then right. lastly sure, lastly sure. on the on the issue to do with investments in etfs um for big money because this was something i was listening in some bitcoin podcast sometime back for for old money and old investors and just traditional investors in general to invest in that space they you find a situation where they're asking for products that are within certain regulations so that's where um you find people in the industry advising these investors to invest in things that are under some sort of regulation so that's when you see there's this popularity of etfs coming up and investments within the space of crypto but under some form of regulation i think that's all yeah i also yeah i agree with you some uh, some extent uh that china is going to actually what you've said is very enlightening i was also going to point out that uh china's uh regulation uh will in the future affect the prices of bitcoin if even if not to a greater margin but it will affect it negatively given that uh one given the population of china and the influence also seeing that um uh um el, uh, el, el salvador's uh, efforts to use bitcoin have been kind of slowed down by the world bank refusing to uh to to help them rather to fa- facilitate their efforts to make uh bitcoin a legal tender a, a acceptable legal tender so yeah m- my two cents was just that uh china's crackdown on bitcoin might affect its uh, price uh its 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 price in the future uh and also just to point out that uh what we would have used as a model or seen as a model El Salvador or the country that, that would have seen as a model is being um their efforts are being slowed down yeah so mine was just to chime in and agree with some and also just add add to that thank you all right um very interesting uh the one thing that i know we've not really mentioned now and um just maybe as we start to wrap up would be on uh your thoughts on uh, on, on on the general uh, security of of because we know that the blockchain space is it's open you have the open ledger where everybody can be able to confirm that um transaction x went to uh from account a to account b 
you know, which I believe is very important. But we're seeing one angle that is becoming a very, very new challenge with um, with guys getting lost because it's. Uh, I think with today's um, news that they there are two South African brothers that have have actually literally went into the thin air with um, with four billion worth of, of four billion dollars, about three point six billion dollars worth of um, cryptocurrencies that they actually had from uh, guys and we've also seen uh, the celebrity scams where guys hack into accounts various accounts of of a few guys um, uh, an example is we've seen that happen to even accounts like Elon uh, where guys had that and, and a lot of people lost a lot of um, cryptos as well uh, and I believe that despite um, the culprits being apprehended, there was uh, there's yet to be a, a reversal of these trans of, of these um, transactions back to the accounts which um, the guys actually initially uh, sort of scammed them. I know that also for fiat currencies, uh, there's a way that people can be able to physically scam you. Just wondering what level of risk. Uh, in terms of investor security, because, you know, if you invest personally for me, if I were to invest, I would want to uh, invest in something that's long term. I would definitely want to I want to put my money and knowing that in the next um, uh, one year, if I come back, I won't be able to find my money um, or, or the same security that I bought still there. Uh, one of the reasons why um, um, that you, that you'd find um, my, my grandpa would always say, uh, I have this title deed. Uh, I, I've had it since I, I was um, 30. Now I'm 80. I still have it. Uh, so generally, what what are your thoughts and probably what are the best ways that even the regulators can be able to go into this? Because, you know, if they're to accept it, if they're to accept crypto, then we have to cover on some of these loopholes that we are constantly having. Uh, what would be your thoughts? What is it that we need to do to ensure, and not only just us, but probably um, what what should what steps are regulators and also the general blockchain community supposed to be able to just handle so as to ensure that uh, there is security and also sort of a long uh, a, a longevity for the, for the crypto uh, investors. Um, maybe you you just share your thoughts on that and then. Uh, probably we can touch on a few more things and then we call it a day. Jump, I can jump in quickly about that. My my short my short opinion on that is instead of government trying to ban anything related to crypto, they can mm, regulate the companies that operate in the space so that the investors have some sort of reprieve because of um, the KYC. If a company is, you can buy crypto via fiat it's it's there's some form of know your customer regulations so if, if, if the regulator can can be able to work with these companies and to establish some form of framework uh, that would provide some reprieve to investors i think and it would be it will give some some more transparency and to what the companies are doing all right. Um, very interesting. Uh, Carlos, you'd want to jump into that? Okay. Um, probably maybe some if you'd want to comment into that bit about, and I'm seeing that um, Simon has, uh, has also just said that 
thugs are in all markets. That's actually why I say even in fiat, I know guys can actually scam you. But the internet is being sort of weird where everything is sort of happening. Uh, and, and I'm just trying to wonder how guys can be able to just help around and see how things can um, Pardon, what was the question? I was a bit held up. Uh, okay, so we we were just wondering, there's been a lot of issues regarding um, scams for in the crypto space. And, 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 and I'm just wondering, how can we be able to handle um if regulators are supposed to really accept crypto then we need to handle the bit where investor confidence can be um gained so that guys can be able to comfortably even if you're buying a crypto asset you know that one year down the line you won't come and find that your account was hacked um and and somebody went away with all your crypto assets or a transaction had already been done uh, what 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 things or what measures do you think that the entire crypto space, the blockchain community, can be able to just handle it to ensure that these activities can at least reduce, you know, just things to happen and then just have it one way or another. Okay. Um. So in terms of a centralized regulation, in terms of a government, I am not so sure how it's going to play out. But what we are seeing in the decentralized finance space is we have these private companies coming up that are doing their background checks for investors. So you have one called Satic. I think some of you have heard of it. So they usually go and check these projects and try and verify them and they go through the code and all that. And there are more of these companies coming up. So I think that's one way in which investors can start gaining confidence, although it's still sort of a new space. So. I don't know how it's going to play out yet. All right. So I guess we need to hope that um, better days, uh, we definitely hope for that better days would be uh, lying ahead for the entire crypto space. Uh, maybe as we wrap up, we can just um, have a few minutes for uh, for all of you to just say probably one word, um, just sorry, one or two statements on your thoughts on the entire, on the future of the cryptocurrency space. Um, also, if you wanted to share thoughts on how somebody can be able to um, to just uh, somebody can be able to get more information regarding the uh, the crypto space. And once again, guys, remember that um, the comments that uh, are brought to you by uh, by our speakers today doesn't necessarily imply that this, that as an investment advice, I we, we strongly encourage you to please do your research before you buy into any security. Uh, whether it's a stock, whether it's a bond, whether it's a crypto asset, even whether it's land, man, do your own security, do your own research just before you buy that security. So we just have um, uh, a brief roundtable as we conclude. Uh, probably we'll start with Chris because Chris has been the man of the match today. And then uh, Chuck can come in and then probably some can close the session. Uh, Carlos uh, has already left. He said he's attending to, um, to something else, but I believe that would be a good end for us today. Thank you. All right, thank you. And um, for me, I think it would be very simple as anybody who's interested in in crypto, I think the first, the, the basics is to try and understand what it is and then uh, look for trusted people in the space now because you don't have meetups, physical meetups, but you can still like 
look at these online platforms that are legitimate and then try and learn as much as possible. I am assuming that if I want to buy a car, the first thing I will do is try and research as much as possible. What what do I need to do when, when buying a car? For example, I need to know the engine capacity. How do I know that? Who are the trusted people? And where can I get that information? And then in the same case with, with, with Bitcoin, you have to you have to do some bit of background work. And the, the, the worst thing you can do is have the, the wrong wallet because... If you get, if you start on with the with the long platform, it's very hard to recover. So, as as, as long as you're really interested in it and you do your your own research, you should be able to to get started fairly easily because now resources are online, and it's very easily accessible. And uh, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know if I said everything, but thank you so much, Felix, for having me in to supply. Sounds okay. Um. So, I'll, okay. One thing I usually like to I'll speak on what I think the future of crypto is, and one thing I usually like to compare it with is the 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 the, the internet companies and the internet. And we have the situation where in the nineties, um, there are all these new internet companies coming up, and any company that had dot com on their website. Uh, usually investors were rushing to buy it. And then eventually we had that dot-com bubble. And then from that, things started picking up again. So I think for the future of crypto, um, the space will start seeing projects that are actually functional and they're actually producing some benefits for society. So a good, uh, a good set of tokens to look at is where where is the value coming from and which ones are providing value. So when you look at something like Ethereum and the Ethereum network and you start seeing products like insurance and derivatives and all that, then you start seeing that there's actually going to be more benefits and uh, um, more functionality brought with blockchain and decentralization. So I think that's one good way to try and also pick if you're an investor, which token to invest in and which one to to look at for the future? Yeah, that's all. All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks a lot, guys, for coming in on to today's session. For all of you who have been listening, um, thanks a lot, Simon. You've been uh, on the keyboard just sharing information. I know you've not been able to join in uh, through audio, but I know you've been listening as well and also just giving guys uh, a lot of information on the chat. Uh, thanks a lot, Simon, for that. Uh, for everybody else who came in, Carlos, uh, Chuck, uh, Chris, and some, I know some of you were not really ready to, uh, were, were not informed earlier on. Some of you are just, you were commenting on something and, and, and you just came in and just gave us your opinion. Very informative. Uh, thank you a lot and um, really appreciated. For those of you who've just joined in, don't worry. Uh, this podcast will be uploaded. Uh, the recording will be uploaded to the podcast section for the HISA app. So if you're yet to download the HISA app, you definitely want to just uh, head out to Play Store, App Store, uh, download the HISA app, and then from there we can be able to, you'll get the recording. Uh, it will also be shared on the Telegram forum, so you don't need to worry about that. Uh, see you guys again on Wednesday next week uh, for both Bears and Whiskey. But don't forget that on Friday we have the Curious Podcast, and then on Monday, as usual, we have Market Monday.
Thank you all and have a lovely evening.